Hello, disruptors, innovators, and supply chain enthusiasts. I'm Lee Allison. And I'm Tara Bonetta. Welcome to AI and Supply, empowering change through disruptive innovation. The podcast where we'll unravel the untold stories behind the fusion of artificial intelligence and the supply chain. So buckle up, disruptors. The future of industrial distribution is now, and you're at the forefront. Get ready for AI and Supply, empowering change through disruptive innovation. Let's get this journey going. And welcome for another episode of Tuesday Try It. I'm very happy to be here with you today, Tara. I'm so happy to be here with you too, Lee. I think I have some great information that our listeners are going to really enjoy coming from Amazon that they can get their hands on now. That sounds fantastic. Tell me more. Sure. So I don't know if you guys realize, but Amazon actually had some updates that we talked about last week to their AI platforms that they have. One of those was a unique artwork AI generated form that could be used for your Fire TV. That sounds like a great idea for Tuesday. Try it. So I thought this was really unique because I know a lot of people right now have Fire TVs that they're using. And if you want to turn your TV off or you want it on rest mode and you're using it as a decoration in your house, you don't want that black screen always showing. I know it really bugs me. It's not the prettiest to look at. Amazon has actually come out with a way to use the TV as a piece of artwork with AI. I'm reading from the Amazon website, and this came out on January 17th, 2024 titled How to Create Unique Artwork Using Your Fire TV and Generative AI. You can do anything from medieval-style paintings to pixelate art. Uh, The new AI feature can help you create your own masterpiece. And I'm going to put quotes around that, right? Your own masterpiece. Because we know, as we've talked, it's not quite your own, is it? Well, that's debatable, isn't it? Whether you're inspired by something classic like acrylics, watercolors, oils, or something more on the modern side, just by using your voice, you can create AI-generated art to show on your Fire TV. It's pretty easy to do, pretty simple. You just basically tell your TV that you want AI art generated and then go through the motions to select what you want. And that can be changed at any time. Much like using Echo or Alexa, it functions the same way. I personally have not tried this yet. Uh, I do have a couple devices in my house that would allow me to do this. Uh, But I've held off on doing it just because I don't know what to put on my TV right now. Oh, the decisions. The decisions. There's too many of them. Endless possibility. Endless. But you're not married. You're not married to anything. Put it up. If you don't like it, change it. Take it off. It's kind we'll of do like it a screensaver, right? I mean... That's what it reminds me of. I know what it is. It's just a screensaver display background. I don't know. I know some people that use computers as their TV, which I feel like this is kind of up to them because they've already been doing this for forever. They just aren't using their voice to do it, maybe. I think it's cool. It may not be the coolest Tuesday tryout I've ever done. But it was pretty unique, and I think it was a big update for Amazon, just based on the other AI generation tools that they've come out with. Sounds very interesting. Thank you for sharing. 
Yeah, thank you. What did you have today, Lee? Well, given the conversation that we've had earlier this week about some of the trust issues related to AI, and we spoke about the mishap with the Tesla factory in Texas. And so I thought I would share with our listeners that there's actually an incident report database. It's called the AIID, the Artificial Intelligence Incident Database. And I was just going to share this with our listeners and let them know that there is an effort for some researchers to catalog the various incidents that are occurring with AI. In our Monday Mishaps episodes, we've discussed the various things that have gone wrong, selling the Chevy Tahoe for a dollar, the robot going out of control or going rogue with the Tesla worker. All of these things are reported in the incident database and they are cataloged in order to provide a resource for the development of AI and policy decisions and also to help people understand exactly how AI is evolving and what kind of practices we need in order to make sure that we are all staying as safe as possible and that we are moving forward in a way that is ethical and respects humanity and our dignity. This AI incident database is fascinating. And so you can come in here and you can log the incident. You can also do word searches and you can find out how many incidents are common. So understand how often they are occurring. There's also a news digest that gives you a report of all of the latest things that are going on. The mission of the company is that they are concerned about how AI is developing, and they believe that this is a solid step in order to make sure that we are getting the best outcomes with the use of the technology. Very interesting. Who is the company actually regulating it and controlling it and monitoring what everybody posts? And how do you post something and do they double check it? I don't know exactly on the vetting process, but you can go to the website and you can submit an incident report, a self-report. So it's open to anyone. They do have a protocol for submitting the incident ticket. You have to put the date. You have to provide the URL address of the incident and the report title. And then you can also give free form text to explain the incident. They track the incident date, and then they also track the number of reports of the various kinds of incidents. They have a leaderboard where you can look at the submissions. So you can see the number of incidents that are contributed along with the people who have provided the incident. It is possible for you to report the incident anonymously. And then they have a total report or a leaderboard uh, calculation, if you will. You can earn badges and medals for coming here and reporting more incidents as you find them. There are specific taxonomies that they want you to apply. I feel like it's interesting that it's self-reportable because we want people using AI and I can get that, but you know, incidents that we've seen they're just mishaps i'm sure none of these big groups are going on there and reporting these things these big so that's companies. the problem because as we discussed in the tesla incident there are lawyers who are saying that there are widespread incidents that are not being reported and we also 
discussed that one of the reasons might be that Tesla is required to do a report in order to maintain its tax incentives. But it could be that if too many incidents are cropping up, then maybe somebody wants to come in and regulate that or maybe take some action against that. So you can see that there is a bit of an incentive for companies to underreport while the society at large probably would like more clear and honest reporting. Yeah, I can definitely see that. And and we know you're only as good as the information you're getting, right? Absolutely. So if there's not enough auditing and enough tickets put out for these incidents that are occurring, a lot is being missed. The double-edged sword of that is if there's over-reporting and we're reporting for every single little incident that occurs or there's not honest reporting, that's almost just as bad because how do you sort through that? It is difficult. Everything, like the kinds of things that we covered on mishaps to things like whether or not Pokemon is racist. So how the app may be redlining communities of color. LinkedIn was promoting men. There was a prioritization in their algorithm to promote men for jobs. And so there was definitely a bias against women who are in the market for work. While it's a challenge that we don't have a reporting system that is systematically gathering this information, I think these researchers are trying to do their best to create something like that, but it definitely has weaknesses. I mean, reported an issue I've had with AI. Have you? I did not know this existed until today. I didn't either. I'm glad you informed me because I definitely have had some issues before with AI, just processing information. But I wonder how many of our listeners have also had that. Maybe that's a poll question we should do. Yeah, I think we should. So what was your biggest takeaway from this? The biggest takeaway that I had is that there are people who have concerns about how AI is going and what kind of risks it poses to us. Yesterday, I read an article about Sam Altman and his presentation at Davos with the World Economic Forum. And he specifically said, listen, AI is great and all that, but you don't want it driving your car. That's pretty much exactly what he said. Even he recognizes that things are moving so quickly. More vetting and more testing and more caution and care need to be exercised, particularly when people's lives are at stake. If you think about the conversation that we had earlier in the week about Boeing, I definitely think that the human crews and pilots took the appropriate action for the best outcome. And I'm not so sure that the AI would have been able to manage those situations as well as the humans did. I think those are all examples of things that should give us pause and make us really think about how this is moving. And yes, it's fantastic in so many ways. At the same time, I think a little bit of caution is warranted. I'm glad that somebody has taken the initiative to report and to do reporting and auditing on this. I feel like that was a missing puzzle piece. So I'm glad that that is happening. These researchers are enlisting the efforts of humans to help log and record these incidents. They are dedicated to indexing the collective history of harms or near harms realized in the real world by the deployment of artificial intelligence systems. This database is much like the databases in aviation and computer security. 
And so the AI incident database aims to learn from experience so that we can prevent or mitigate bad outcomes. What is the cost of doing this, Lee? Nothing is costless, Tara, but it seems since they're just largely involving the general citizenry, the cost would be their time hosting the website, the software to catalog the incidents and to report them out. There's a blog involved, and so they share the various incidents also. It's a public service. Public service. I'm big believer that it's necessary for humanity to thrive. I guess I should ask, where do you see this going in the future? I think other AI regulation or audit sites will pop up in response to this once they figure out that this is happening and people are using it. My personal belief is that regulation is not going to be the answer. I don't know about self-regulation of these companies either, because I don't think that they have a good record of being trustworthy. Do you think that it is going to require the involvement of individual citizens, people demanding that their rights and dignity are respected by these companies and the way that they want to gather and use your data? I'm not altogether sure about how this will best develop. I don't trust the government to do it. I'll tell you that. I mean, they already have their hands pretty full with an election coming up and and other adjustments that are going to be made because of that. While I would like to say in a perfect world that we would all self-regulate and control what we're using and doing, I don't think that's going to happen either. I think you're going to find, and we've already found, that it can be really, really good or it can be really, really bad. Some of these incidents probably be avoided if people were using AI in, in the proper way. Or in a better way. I think that sums it up very, very well. Excellent. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Tuesday Try It Out. We are so glad that you are here. Please answer and participate in our polls. And with the links that we have attached for this episode, we really want your feedback so that we can continue to record and share information with you. See you soon, guys. Thanks so much. Peace. Bye.